Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Market Minute. My mission is to help you better understand the latest trends in the U.S. real estate market and share with you my analysis and industry expertise. I want to help you gain an advantage and feel confident whenever you're buying and selling real estate. I'm your host, Mark Salib. I'm a passionate real estate professional, advisor, and investor, and I love what I do. Follow and DM me on Instagram at the Salib Group. You can send me an email, mark at the salibgroup.com. And as always, thank you for tuning in to today's show. All right, so I want to talk a little bit about another um, home builder outlook. And again, I always say this that the home builders tend to really have a good uh, understanding of the outlook for housing. They often have to project uh, what is going to happen in order to see whether they need to build more or scale back or what. And they are building more. We know that much. But I want to check in specifically on a few very interesting questions. There was an interview conducted uh, with the Los Angeles-based KB Homes CEO. KB Homes, they build homes in California, Texas, uh, Florida, uh, among seven other states, California, Texas, Florida being the larger states that they build homes in. And what was noted in the interview was quite interesting as far as, especially when it comes to the questions on the outlook of things. The CEO is Jeffrey Mesger, and he spoke with the Associated Press. Uh, so this is a 2024 Associated Press copyright uh, interview. And they talked about the recent pullback in mortgage rates and some of the other you know, things that, that you know, builders may face. But a couple of questions I think are very interesting as far as outlook goes. And I wanted to go through them real quickly, tell you what his answer is, tell you what I think. So the first question he was asked are, what are your expectations for how strong demand and sales might be this spring? What are your expectations for how strong demand and sales might be this spring? And so he answered this, and I'm quoting now. Uh, we see a very similar setup as we enter 24 as we did entering 23 and that there's a really limited resale inventory in most of the markets we operate in. So you have a shortage of inventory new and used. You have strong demographics. Gen Z millennials are out there in a big way. They want to be homeowners. You have job growth, income growth, and rates that have stabilized, if not ticking down. The difference from 2023, we saw the strength in demand come back in December, referring to December of 2023, which is not normal for us. Normally, December is off from November. In our case, December of 2023 was actually stronger than November. And then in January, as each week went by, sales continued to strengthen so you take all that and the setup that we see and we think it's going to be a really good spring for the industry and for our company. Another question was asked was, do you think home buyers have become accustomed to where mortgage rates are now? And he answered, quote, when rates were 3% or 4% for a mortgage, it was kind of artificially low. Going back to 6% now is an attractive rate over time. I think they have adjusted. All right, so a couple of points here. Now, when he first answers the, the question, I'm going to go back to the uh, first question uh, about demand, where he sees demand and sales going. 
you know, he points out some of the things we talk about with the Gen Z and millennial, especially the millennial group and how they really want to be homeowners. And we've talked, we've, we've, you know, on the show, I've discussed this multiple times in different ways uh, through surveys, other statistics, and just knowing where a millennial is in their, uh, in the course of their life, where they are right now growing a family and needing uh, a home and wanting to be part of the home ownership. Millennials watched, a lot of them watched uh, prices accelerate here, really accelerate in the last uh, couple years, and, and they want to be a part of that. So that was one interesting point I thought he brought up. The other thing was uh, what he, the strength that he saw in December, which is unusual because December is not typically uh, a strong month for the housing market. It tends to be one of the quietest months, in fact, a very quiet period, obviously due to holidays and uh, vacations and things like that. People aren't really focused on investing in homes. They tend to be winding things down uh, or focused on other things, obviously. All right, so that was interesting. So he sees a strong December. He sees going into a strong January. He thinks, well, wow, what's it going to be like when we get into April, May, June, July, when the market really heats up, right? So, and with rates perhaps a little lower than they sit today, or even if they're the same, right? So that's a couple of points there on the first question. Now, on the second question, uh, this is really interesting because this has been a question on, I think, a lot of our minds, including mine, you know, have people gotten over the fact that maybe they, you know, may not see 3 4% again. I think the fact that we aren't anywhere near that 3 or 4% interest rate number and the fact that we're still at this 6 to 7% range and have sat there for so long. And if you're paying any attention, you're realizing there is really no need for any rate cuts. I mean, I saw another very, very smart, intelligent person on Wall Street uh, explain in a, in a uh, po- I get a post from him, basically a, a sort of a monthly reading that I, I look through. And he's saying, look, I mean, unless you see uh, the job market slow down, unless you see the labor market slow down, there's no mandate for the Federal Reserve to lower rates. In fact, it's one of the dual mandates that they have uh, as uh, as a governing body. You know, they're supposed to assist the government with this, and that's what they're supposed to assist with, right? Keeping job growth. And so unless jobs come down, why would they cut rates, right? You'd, you'd cut rates in a slowing economy, one where the labor market is is showing weakness, but we're not seeing that. We're seeing a strong economy in which job growth, or at least at least jobs aren't getting lost. I wouldn't say they're, it's necessarily growing. Now, this could change, right? Let's see how, how things kind of go from month to month. But for now, I think what people are realizing who are paying attention is, look, I mean, rates are here. They're here to stay at a certain, uh, you know, pretty long period of time in which they'll be elevated. And I think, and I agree with the CEO of KB Homes, that it, it was artificially low. And we probably don't see that, who knows, for maybe many, many years. And so people are getting used to where we are. And if they're getting used to that, it means they're okay moving forward, buying and selling real estate, which means the real estate market should continue to show strength and to just move at a normal, genuinely normal uh, rate of uh, pace. That is it for me today. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. And as always, if you have questions or need specific advice, ideas, or just some help regarding your particular real estate needs or situation, DM me on Instagram at the Salib Group, or you can just send me an email 
to mark at thecelebgroup.com. Don't forget to leave a rating for the show, follow or subscribe to help others find the show and be informed and educated about the real estate market just like you. See you on the next Real Estate Market Minute podcast. Thank you.